0: Hello and welcome everybody wherever you are in the world. My name is Paul Ryan, I'm founder of PrescriptionRevision.com and I'm a GP and pharmacist based here in Ireland. I'm passionate about clinical pharmacology and therapeutics and really enjoy making the latest international guidance relevant to those of us at the cold face of primary care. So this is the third podcast that I'm going to dedicate to Rosacea and in today's podcast i'm going to talk about clinical examination of those patients who present with rosacea i'm going to specifically talk about central facial erythema i'm going to talk about papules and pustules and i'm going to finish off by talking about rhinophyma and the management of rhinophyma so first of all central facial erythema so the patient has chronic persistent redness of the central forehead, the nose, the medial cheeks and the chin. Sometimes the ears and lateral face, as well as the neck and scalp and chest can be involved. But the majority of times it's the central facial region. So we say the forehead, the nose, the medial cheeks and chin. Now, when papules are present, these are dome shaped and they're indicative of inflammatory rosacea sometimes pustules can also be present and this is called papular postular uh, rosacea now inflammation can sometimes extend to form plaques although that is more rare also when you're looking at the skin the skin can be very dry I spoke previously about the and barrier dysfunction of the skin involved with rosacea you also have sparing of the perioral and periorbital skin now over time telangiectasia may develop and these are visible enlarged or dilated cutaneous blood vessels also just to mention the erythema it initially may be intermittent um, but this central facial erythema can become permanent. So, next I'm going to talk about rhinophyma. And rhinophyma is marked thickening of the nasal skin, and this is due to tissue hypertrophy. So, patients present with an irregular, nodular overgrowth of their nose, and this is due to a buildup of boggy, lumpy tissue. Now, it affects some patients with rosacea, and it tends to um, predominantly affect adult men. If you look closely at the nose, there will be prominent blood vessels. So, these blood vessels can be thin and red, like telangiectasia, or it's larger and purplish in, in color due to venolectasia. Now, as well as the prominent blood vessels, there are also prominent pores, and this is due to sebaceous hyperplasia, and the follicles tend to be dilated as well. The skin itself is oily, and it can cause serious disfigurement um, due to the enlargement of the nose. It had previously been unfairly called whiskey nose. And just, it's worth remembering that phomatous changes can also affect the chin, the forehead, cheeks, and the ears. Now, just to mention the management of rhinophyma. The best approach for early management of rhinophyma is actually unknown. Patients should be referred to plastics for debulking and the plastic surgeons debulk um, the area affected either via dermabrasion, curettage, or shave excision, or else they can also use CO2 laser ablation. Patients should be counselled on the side effects from surgery or laser, which include hypopigmentation and scarring. So that brings me to the end of today's podcast on rosacea. I hope you found it useful, and I'm looking forward to delivering my next podcast.